we're gonna do that five four three two one hey everybody um got some announcements here before we start the podcast um a couple of local events that are going on in the next few weeks that you guys should definitely check out um first one we got today is uh, my friend is involved in a play called Uri Dice, which is about um it's based on greek mythology and it's about the wife of orpheus very interesting content um from what she's told me the makeup and it's very heavily influenced in the makeup and special effects um kind of an interesting telling um that is at the better homes and garden in indianola this weekend and next friday and saturday at seven and sunday at two so if you guys got nothing going on this weekend go check that shit out it's gonna be fucking awesome Damn, can't breathe there. Okay, and um, next weekend, we talked about this on the podcast last time, um, Friday the 13th at the Mauville Muse is Conscious Kickback. Um, I've been there before. Uh, Mauville Muse, if you haven't been there, it's a great venue, really underground. That place can get fucking packed. It's a fucking party. It's a good time. Um, it starts at 9 p.m. Um, doors open at 9 p.m., I think, maybe 8 i don't know it's at nine that's the that's the key but seven dollar advance tickets ten dollars at the door um is hosted by dj marty mcfly and it is featuring two of my friends uh one you guys just saw on the podcast jackson place and Durand hero is going to be on the podcast here very soon um equinox dk obs and more artists um it is at 212 14th street downtown by the royal mile if you guys don't know where that is um yeah it's kind of hard to find but it's right by it's right next door uh it's right next door to the royal mile some good shit (sighs) okay and march 14th um there is a edm show that um Another one of my musical comrade, a couple of my musical musical comrades are playing at, um, is Sham Rockin', and is at 7 p.m. in Ankeny, um, Saturday, March 14th, so next weekend as well as the other show, um, is featuring Kaota, Crayfish, Lolo Savage, and many more local artists. It's gonna be a party. It's gonna be a good time, and is gonna be at the Courtyard by Marriott. So yeah, everybody check out those events um if you're broke you don't have a lot of money but you still want to have a good weekend um fuck next weekend do the play or no go to the show friday go to the next show saturday go to the play sunday you got a whole fucking weekend there so everybody check those out and we're gonna start in the podcast stay tuned two one hello everybody Welcome to the McAllister Hours. I am your host, Colin McAllister. And today you're joined by me, myself, and I. It's going to be an interesting solo podcast. Um, my dog is drinking water in the background. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, but no, you don't have to deal with any mic issues or anything crazy like that because it is just me, um, the marvelous, the majestical Colin McAllister. My ego's bigger than my dick. Um, 
know, but this is going to be a very interesting experience. I got a couple things I want to talk about. Um, I do not know how long this is going to last. We'll go see how long I can bullshit for. Um, I'm hoping at least an hour, but um, one of the things I do want to clarify before we start this, um, those of you who might know me know I'm a little... Um, odd weird um i have some crazy radical ideas but i really want everybody to know that this is not a platform for me to go on some emotional tirade personal tirade um i'm just talking about what's going on i might sprinkle in my opinion i probably will but it's really not gonna be a therapy session or anything like that so um i hope you guys stay tuned um and keep watching from here on out i've gotten um really good reception over the last two episodes um for those of you who are not aware or have not seen them um first episode i had a good friend of mine rj kunz or kunz i should say um still fucking it up and um i haven't really gotten any criticism so far to be honest but um i did want to point this out at some point i i kind of hate starting out the podcast like this um but i do want everybody to know i he he is a very conservative-minded individual. Obviously, Trump supporter. We talked about that. Um, but people that have on the show, that doesn't reflect my opinion. Um, it, like I just previously said, I'm just giving a platform. That's all I'm doing. I'm just trying to um, spice things up, keep things going. And, yeah, that's all. Give you guys good content. Um, shit. So, I guess without further ado, let's get into it. Um, first thing I wanted to talk about this coronavirus. I wish I had a corona right now. Oh, that would be funny. Um, funny enough, um, you guys have probably heard this, but corona stocks are actually crashing um, with this new coronavirus in place. So, um, support Mexican beer. I mean, if, if there's illness going around... Um, probably don't drink because that just lowers your immune system and makes you more susceptible to illness. But um, if you're courageous like I am and don't give a fuck, drink some Coronas. Um, support that shit. They make some pretty good shit. Um, I've had a lot of I've had a lot of good times with Corona. So, but anyways, what I'm getting into is um, there's this thing that's been kind of floating around. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I think. Either way, it's shitty. Um, apparently, Trump has, uh, or at least that's what the headlines are, um, Trump is labeling the coronavirus as the Democrats' new hoax. Um, which, um, if we fact check it here, uh, it's kind of, uh, whatever, the state Snopes. I just thought it was kind of interesting. Um, is a mixture on whether that's true or false. Um, it says here, what is true is during a February 28, 2020 campaign rally in South Carolina, which we're going to watch here in a little bit, um, President Donald Trump likened the Democrats' criticism of his administration's, or no, yeah, likened the Democrats' criticism of his administration's response to a new coronavirus outbreak to their efforts to impeach him, saying that this is their new hoax. During the speech, he almost seemed to downplay the severity of the outbreak, comparing it to the common flu. Um, yeah, that's really fucking shitty. I think that, I mean, from what I've seen, that's, that at least seems to be accurate, that he's downplaying it. Um, I, I don't know if that's political. I don't know I, if he's just doesn't know what's going on. Um, but we're going to go over some facts here in a little bit. But it, it is serious. It is growing. Um, 
it's not good shit. Yeah, you guys all gotta be careful out there. Um, but anyways, what's false? Despite creating some confusion with his remarks, Trump did not call the coronavirus itself a hoax. Now that is true. I will um, give the site checker or whatever that credit is that I don't think he directly called the virus itself a hoax I think it was more related to the fact that in his mind the Democrats are using this as a platform to um, get him out of office which my whole thing with Trump is he's he's constantly focused on the campaign trail he's constantly focused on how is he going to win again like it seems like this entire four years i mean it's been him implementing things but it's always with the pizzazz the media outlets um all praising him and everything and him praising himself he he has a he has an ego that's um that's big a very 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 big ego very big ego don't be rude sorry Sorry, didn't mean to be rude. But anyway, let's watch this. If it's even going to work. What the fuck? Audio. What? This thing is not going to make me. Are you fucking kidding me? What? I have to restart my computer? I'm sorry. Bear with me here. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my god. Okay, well. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, and we are back. Very sorry about that. Um, I've been I've been experiencing a number of technical difficulties. Um, but you know, this is a learning process for me, and yeah, it's a good time. And as I'm looking, my microphone's all fucked up. Uh, just one thing after another, but it's okay. We'll get through it. So, anyways, we were talking earlier about Donald Trump, um, the coronavirus. I'm not really happy with how he's been um, handling everything. So we're just gonna watch a short clip him at the rally. Now the Democrats are now that volume's actually working. The coronavirus, you know that right? coronavirus. Shut the fuck up, dude. People are dying. They're politicizing it. We did one of the great jobs, you say, how's President Trump doing? They go, oh, not good, not good. <laughs> they have no clue. They don't have any clue. They can't even count their votes in Iowa. They can't even count. <laughs> okay, I'll give them that. And this is we their can. new hoax. But, you know, we did something that's been pretty amazing. We're 15 people in this massive country. And because of the fact that we went early, we went early, we could have had a lot more than that. We will do everything in our power to keep the infection and those carrying the infection from entering our country. We have no choice. Whether it's the oh my God. virus that we're talking about or many it's other so public pompous. health threats, the Democrat policy of open borders is a direct threat to the health and well-being of all Americans. Now, you see it with the coronavirus. You see it. I also created a White House virus task force it's a big thing a virus task force i requested 2.5 billion dollars to ensure we have the resources we need and so far we have lost nobody to coronavirus in the united states well i guess i don't know when this was filmed but um that's not true nobody he's the reports mean we won't and we are totally prepared. It doesn't mean we won't. But think of it. 
You hear 35 and 40,000 people, and we've lost nobody. And you wonder the press is in hysteria mode. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, dude. Just fuck you. I... No, I guess he didn't really necessarily call the hoax or the coronavirus a hoax, but he doesn't really seem to be very sympathetic at all. He doesn't really seem to care. Um, yeah, we have a test force. Don't be rude. Um, all that shit. Yeah, I just, I don't, I, it's a dick move, man. It's a fucking dick move. They're, there are people dying. We're going to go over some of that here in a little bit. Um, it's not what he's making out to be. Um, let's see. This was updated yesterday. Um, bringing the death toll in the U.S. to 11. So let's see. That was... Okay, so that was February 2 night. Well, five days ago. But I think even at that time, people had been dying or had been dead. At least uh, in the U.S., I mean, people have been dead in China for a minute, but, um, yeah, death toll rises. Um, in Italy, there are the death tolls up to about 100. They're closing all the schools. Um, Des Moines, um, I read this article here. Des Moines apparently uh, okay so far. Um, they've been taking precautions at the airport. Um, everything's been fine, working out, cool. Can we watch this clip? Maybe fucking Des Moines register. Oh God. no, I'm not gonna listen to an ad. Okay, but anyways, um, we're fine. Des Moines is fine for now. Um, LA is considering it a a health emergency. That was also an article. Yep. Excuse me, I haven't had any coffee today or anything, or haven't had any pops. Just the coffee. Um. Los Angeles County declared a local health emergency as officials confirmed six new cases of coronavirus there, and nine new cases were confirmed in New York. Now, yeah, these are really small numbers if you, you know, compared to the population. Um, but, you know, be careful. Um, don't be don't be putting yourself in a situation that could potentially be hazardous. Um, I know it might sound paranoid, but, you know, just be careful. I think that's all I have to say. Um... And then one other thing, something I kind of thought was interesting, and we're going to tie this in later. Um, um, China is using AI and big data to fight the coronavirus. Basically what they're doing is they're setting up um, AI-controlled heat scanners that um, detect people and um, show their body temperature. So, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Um, so it's making life much easier. Um, yeah. Um, here, let's watch this video here. If there's no morning oh, routine Jesus Christ, constantly delayed. We're not gonna watch a 25 minute video. Never mind. Okay, so, um, to end that bit, um, be careful about the coronavirus, folks. Yeah, watch out. Okay, so politics. I really don't like talking about politics, I really don't want to, I don't really need to. Um, but it was Super Tuesday. Um, well, at, we're, when we're filming this, is Thursday, it'll be out Friday, so from the time you guys watch, it'll be, it'll have been three days, and Bernie is not as actually far behind as I, um, thought, 
Um, Joe Biden currently sits at 596 delegates. Um, Bernie 531, which is a lot more than I thought he had. Um, and then the rest um, are all out, I think, at this point. Um, yeah, it's it's been really interesting. Um, I was sure Bernie had it. Well, initially I thought Pete had, Pete had a good chance. Um, but, you know, they all suspiciously kind of dropped out at the same time. Um, I have my conspiracy theory about that. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's not looking good for Bernie. There, you know, like I said kind of before, there's a lot of criticism towards what he wants to do, the things he kind of wants to do. And I think it's starting to show. Um, you know, they're going with Joe Biden because he has experience in the White House. He comes off as a little more conservative probably than Bernie does. Um and unfortunately, I think a lot of people appeal to that, especially in the states that he won more in the South. Um, yeah, I mean, Joe Biden obviously dominates down there. Um, so, yeah, but I think it's really just kind of messed up. Um, Buttigieg, Klobuchar, and Stoyer all dropped out within um, one or two days of each other. Um, at the same time, and all immediately at the same time endorsed, um, well, not at the same time, but within a day or two, um, all endorsed Joe Biden, who uh, I'm sure everybody knows there's a conspiracy or the theory that um, Bernie Sanders is yet again being pushed up by that DNC, which I think um, with what's been happening the few last week, I think that's very apparent. Um, yeah, it's it's really sad. It's um it's really sad that there there's obviously some kind of dirty money um going on. I now I mean Bloomberg, fuck Bloomberg, he's out, thank God. Elizabeth Warren dropped out this morning, um, Thursday morning. Um and yeah, it's uh it's just fucked up. Um and uh, my prediction at this point, I I'm sorry, but I, I do think Donald Trump is gonna serve another four years, unfortunately. Um that same jackass who um said you know fuck the coronavirus yeah we're gonna give him for another four years i guarantee it it's um it's the same reason he won four years ago and he's gonna happen again if bernie loses it's the backlash of brace supporters i mean look at this i mean uh this is honestly closer than i thought it was um 596 531 that definitely makes a difference um or that not that it makes a difference that um, Bernie has obviously a lot of support, and that's going to backlash him. That's just going to help Trump in the end. Everybody fucking knows that. At least uh, I think sensible people know that. Um, they're just they're shooting themselves in the foot doing this. They really are. They need to go with the guy who's actually going to fucking beat this guy. And you know that's debatable too. I guess. I mean, whether Bernie has the the clout to actually do that. Um, but I mean, I think he probably has the best chance out of anyone of actually beating him, and they're shooting themselves in the foot. There, there's too much money involved, media is involved, all that crap, and it's hard. It's hard. It's really rough. Um, so yeah, I apologize. I'm very. I seem to be very out of breath right now. I don't know why. It's weird. Okay. Now the next thing uh, off of politics, because fuck that shit, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not on the politics, but um, surfing the net is something I found very, 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 very interesting. Um, Joe Rogan. Everybody knows Joe Rogan. Everybody knows who the fuck that guy is, right? Well, it might be possible that 
well, that might be possible. It is possible. They've created artificial intelligence to both sound and look like Joe Rogan. Now, if you guys are watching this, you're going to be able to see it. But maybe here, Ladies and gentlemen. So, here, this, the, everything you're about to hear, this is not Joe Rogan at all. Joe Rogan had nothing to do with, well, besides them taking the audio and um, teaching the AI to talk like him. Um, Joe Rogan had no part in this. This is completely taken from the internet, internet clips, everything, which is really fucking creepy. And we're going to kind of talk about the um, deep fake a little bit too um but yeah it's getting weird so let's just check this out watch it ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of i'm not joe rogan no seriously i am not this is joe fogan speaking an artificial intelligence created by dessa you guys know david barstow he's a new york times reporter who won the most pulitzer prizes for journalism in history he recently followed a crazy deep learning company called Deso, as they created the world's first combination of realistic AI, voice and video. Here's what they created. I've been thinking, and I realized that it's been almost 10 years since the first episode of the podcast. That's fucking crazy. This show has become my life. That's why I decided to go out with a bat. So, on December 24th, we'll be doing our last episode, episode ever. ever. That's exactly 10 years since the first episode came out. It's been a good run, and we're all going on on top. That's uh, that's really fucking weird. Um, so they, the AI was able to take what that guy was saying, and um, turn that into Joe Rogan talking, and not, and make it sound exactly like him. And not even that, they take his face and they make it look just like him. It's uncanny. It's literally, there. there's a glitch, you know, it's like the Snapchat filter. There's a glitch where they either did it intentionally or accidentally where you can see it's the regular guy. And they don't even look anything remotely alike besides maybe the lack of hair. Um, but yeah, it's really fucking creepy. I'm really, this shit really unsettles me. Um, I, I'm current, I'm not, I'm not trying to get personal, but, um, this does pertain um, being a college student in computer science, I've actually recently decided to uh, drift away from that and pursue other venues because I just don't want to contribute to this this crazy ass AI shit that's coming out. Um, you know, like in the case of the coronavirus in China, that obviously helps. There's always pros and cons to everything, but every all it's doing is making us lazier. Um, I mean, obesity is at skyrocketing rates. Uh, it's it's insane, and we're just we're creating these things that are just gonna do everything for us. It's fucking bonkers how people are just buying into this. Like, have you ever seen Terminator Two? Have you ever seen that fucking movie? That shit's crazy. I know it's just a fucking movie, but they're talking about real shit. That's some real shit you gotta think about. Something creating something that has the capacity to think and make decisions. Um. It's like the scientific equation of how could you um, save the planet Earth, wipe out the human race. That I mean, that logically, that is the answer because we're destroying our planet every day with um, fossil fuels, uh, putting carbon monoxide in the air, whatever, all that fucking shit. Atmosphere deteriorating. We're all doing that. So the only way to stop that is to stop us. You ever think of that? So, 
I don't know. People just need to think outside the box and not think so short, um, short term. But anyway, this is Dessa. This is the website Dessa here. Um, featuring New York Times, Vice, Wired, CBS, blah, blah, blah. Um, about Dessa. I'm just curious about if they have any information. They're based in Toronto. Found in 2016. Um, collaborates with organizations in areas like healthcare, astronomy, and education to use machine learning to tackle some of the biggest issues we're facing today. Um, so, I, I guess I didn't explain this. This is the company that created that um, Joe Rogan thing, which I don't really um, know how that really pertains to healthcare. <laughs> But um, it is interesting, and I'm kind of, I, I don't know if I want to dive into it now, but I do kind of want to go back to this and um, kind of just see. Um, it looks like they're hiring. <laughs> let's, see, let's see what the openings are. What do you think? You can be a machine learning engineer or senior machine learning engineer. So, I mean, cool. That sounds like a lot of school. I don't think I could do that shit. Um, okay. So, I got another video here. We're deep entering... Fake. Um, it's kind of just like a, uh, kind of a factual video. Let's give it a watch. We're entering an era in which our enemies can make it look like anyone is saying anything at any point in time. Jordan Peele created this fake video of President Obama to demonstrate how easy it is to put words in someone else's mouth. Moving forward, we need to be more vigilant with what we trust from the internet. Not everyone bought it, but the technology behind such frauds is rapidly improving. Yeah, even as that, worries that wasn't perfect you could definitely like but i feel like if you're just watching obama in that clip you wouldn't have you wouldn't have been able to tell at all and it's yeah i mean i think that's kind of we'll continue to watch this but i think that's what they're trying to get at is like what you um what you hear and like the when you see it visually versus just hearing it i mean different parts of your brain are working it doesn't quite click um and they're kind of using that um to your advantage and make all this deep fake shit and it's um, you know, it's kind of frightening. So. His increase about their potential for harm. This is your Bloomberg quick take on deep fakes. Deep fakes, or realistic looking fake videos and audio, gained popularity as a means of adding famous actresses into porn scenes. Despite bans on major websites, they remain easy to make and find. They're named for the deep learning artificial intelligence algorithms that make them possible. Input real audio or video of a specific person, the more the better, and the software tries to recognize patterns in speech and movement. Introduce a new element like someone else's face or voice, and a deep fake is born. It's actually extremely easy to make one of these things. There were just some supposed, you know, breakthroughs from academic researchers who work with this particular kind of machine. So I don't know if you saw, they were, um, it's kind of like when they do in video games, they have the, all the dots, uh, they're wearing the costume with the dots on the face and all over the body to try to track the motion. It sounds like this is what they're doing here. And, um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but, uh, in Force Gump, there are quite a few scenes where it sounds, it seems very deep fakey. And I, I think it's easier, it was easier to do for that kind of movie because all that, um, video and audio was so old from the 60s and 70s. I think it was a lot easier to do it. Um, but you know, even then you can kind of tell it's, you know, there's something cropped in, something fo or it wasn't Photoshop back then, obviously, but however they did that. Um, 
So I, I don't know. I just kind of thought of that uh, when they were, had the mask thing. Learning in the past few weeks, which would drastically reduce the amount of video you need actually to create one of these. Programs like Fake App, the most popular and widely available for making deep fakes, need dozens of hours of oh, human assistance to create one. a video that looks like this. Holy shit. Rather than this. In August, researchers at Carnegie Mellon revealed software that accurately rendered not just facial features, but changing weather patterns and flowers in bloom. This advance is not yet available to the public, but with increasing capability comes increasing concern. You know, this is kind of fake news on steroids, potentially. Um, we do not know of a case yet where someone has tried to use this to perpetrate a, a kind of fraud or an information warfare campaign, or, or for that matter, to really damage someone's reputation. But Yeah, no, I was just thinking about that. And that's kind of the scary thing. Um, they mentioned pornography earlier. Um, like think of the think of uh, think of CNN or Fox News was just like doing some dirty fucking shit and like <laughs> fucking deep faking all these videos of like the president or whatever. I mean, fuck that shit could get insane. You could start a riot. Get get like a video of Trump saying like you know fuck the Jews or <laughs> fuck the uh, uh, you know fuck the Hispanics or whatever. You know um, that, that could get fucking crazy, man. It's, it's just crazy to think about. All right. It's the danger that everyone is really afraid of. In a world where fakes are easy to create, authenticity also becomes easier to deny. People caught doing genuinely objectionable things could claim evidence against them is bogus. Fake videos can also be difficult to detect, though researchers around the world and at the U.S. Department of Defense have said they're working on ways to counter them. Deep fakes do, however, have some positive uses. Take Seraproc, a firm that creates digital voices for people who lose theirs from disease. Speech synthesis is the artificial production of humans. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna have to we're just get, we're gonna have to watch just that. Let me okay, let me look. Yeah, okay, we won't, we're not gonna watch the whole thing, right? Fuck, we're not gonna watch the whole, we'll watch it afterwards, but, um, that's fucking hilarious, god damn it, I don't wanna play that either. Writing's not that- I need, I need a producer. <laughs> okay. Peach. There are also applications that could be considered either good or bad. Jesus. Like the many, many yeah. deepfakes that exist solely to turn as many movies as possible into Nicolas Cage movies. Oh, hi, Mark. Best, best troll ever. Best, I, I love the whole Nick Cage thing. That shit gets me every time. Yeah, I just want to watch this. Is this just not supposed to have audio? Maybe not. I don't know. That's really fucking weird, though. Looks just like Nick. Okay. So. Last thing. And then you guys um, are free. I mean, I, I guess I need... The Oscar goes what to Matthew McConaughey. God well, I'll it. tell you what. I mean, I didn't want that. Okay. Um, I've been doing a little... The, the last video or the last subject we're going to talk about, um, this came out about four days ago. And I just saw it yesterday. Um, BuzzFeed is at it again. They're... Um, ridiculous um crazy ass videos that they um put i think their feminism video is like the worst uh one of the well like top five of like the worst rated videos of all time 
on YouTube. But um, this actually is pretty good. I will give him credit where it's due. This is actually pretty enjoyable. Um, they do fuck up from the first little bit saying ex-mob boss, even in the, though in the first 30 seconds he says he's not a boss. So that's some fa- that false advertising right Grammarly there. Grammarly can help. This yeah, sentence Grammarly. is grammatically... I mean, not I ever killed but I mean... Okay, so this is like... Have I ever killed someone? So you know how a BuzzFeed video works? They put the end at the beginning. Because they know nobody wants to watch Hi this Hi everyone, crap. Michael Francis here, former mob guy with the Colombo family back in New York. I was a soldier, cop regime at one point yeah, in time, see, lived in that... Okay, 15 seconds... <laughs> 15 fucking seconds in. The video hasn't even... Uh, it hasn't even really started and he already goes to point out that he wasn't the boss and they even have a fucking those of you can't see it they have a fucking diagram here and he's like at the bottom he's up at the bottom of this shit like fucking buzzfeed i don't know who the hell works there who works for these people like how easy of a job is that hey i i i've never been to college i don't know fucking anything we'll just yeah okay cool yeah We'll hire you. Sounds good. That life for over 25 years. Made a break back in 1995. I've left that life, and ever since, I've been a motivational speaker. I've written a number of books. I've done a number of documentaries. I'm here today to play Never Have I Ever. Not something I would play back in the day. All right, got a bunch of statements in front of me. Questions are some going to be asked. I don't know if I've ever been asked these questions before, but we're going to find out. Never have I ever put a horse's head in someone's bed. I have not. But I gotta okay, we're not gonna watch like seven minutes of garbage. But what I want, what I do want to, um, the really controversial point. Let me see if I can. That was back in the '30s and the '40s. Never have I ever killed someone. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm gonna pull one of these. You know? So what he's doing is he's he has the sign that is like, "Have I? Have I not?" He in the middle obviously signifying because if you watch all these other questions he answers the the thing that was funny in youtube comments is he answers it immediately he's like yes no yes no and then that's when so i mean yeah obviously the guy fucking killed someone you know uh, a credibility in uh, in what i do i mean obviously i don't want to see this guy get whacked but it would kind of be funny a little ironic i not funny ironic i guess is the proper word it's very important to me so i never want to lie to anybody whether it's uh in private or in public. I will tell you this, that life is a very violent life. If you're part of the life, you're part of the violence. There's no escape. And if anybody tells you differently, they're either not being honest with you or they weren't a made member of that life. And, you know, I will say this, you know, murder in that life was taken very seriously. Uh, And I, I will tell you this about myself, and I'm glad I have the opportunity to say this. I don't judge other people. I don't know their hearts, but I was around a lot of guys that if they had to commit a violent act, it seemed that that was part of them. I'm not gonna say they enjoyed it, but they did it with, a, with some kind of fervor. And when I did it, uh, when I was involved in anything that might- <laughs> Just says it right there. When I did it, when I killed people. Oh, wait, no, fuck, I didn't, no. Um, not kill people, uh, when I was involved. Involved with killing people. Um, anyways, yeah, you get the picture, but I just thought it was kind of interesting. Probably the, I mean, watching it the second time, I'm really not that impressed. <laughs> not as impressed as I was, but I will say, um, that was mildly interesting <laughs> to see uh, um, a real life Godfather type character. All right, how long did I last year? I'm curious. 
Oh, hey, not too bad. I'll take it. Okay. So, before we wrap this up, I want to just go over a few announcements. Um, just to recap. So, um, Sunday, March... So, this is the um, this is the lamp for future podcasts. Sunday, March 8th is going to be um, a good friend of mine, Parker Teresa. We're going to talk about um, the film that won Best Picture, Parasite, and a couple of things, writing. Um, it's going to be very... Um, if you like film, if you like film discussion check that out that'll be um on youtube sunday march 8th friday march 13th um the episode with d wavy will be out um he's a um local iowa rapper who currently resides in waterloo has some very interesting shit i'm really excited to have him on and then the day after saturday march 14th we're gonna be filming this right before the concert that this man is performing in it's gonna be the round hero the round man it's gonna be a great time um and with that let's end it off holy shit this is loud as fuck okay not as loud okay so march uh dice the greek mythology play at the bear homes garden this weekend and next weekend, Friday and Saturday at 7, Sunday at 2, Friday the 13th at Mother Rome Muse, Conscious Kickback at 9 p.m. Check that shit out. And then the day after, Shamrockin' at 7 p.m. in Ankeny, Courtyard by the Marriott. Some good local talent. Everybody go check that out. And here I am, signing off. Colin McAllister. It's been a great show, great time. I'm glad for all of you listening. Keep fucking supporting support my patreon support all that shit and we will see you in a few days love you bye